How's it going, BMBers? This is Josh from the Hollow Chronicles. If you're listening to this, you're catching our episodes 30, 31, and 32. Andy and I decided to head on out to the live streaming arena. And while we did that, we had a few technical difficulties, but we wanted to make sure to bring you these uh, three episodes. They are from the past. Audio quality is not as good as, as we always strive to get, but it's content nonetheless, and we want to make sure that we keep our portfolio accurate. So thanks for listening. Bear with us and make sure you find more Hollow Chronicles on YouTube. We'll be streaming live on Facebook and Twitter as well. And then, of course, you can find it right here where you found it today. Thank you and enjoy. What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to our very first live chat. Well, I guess we did um, an unboxing once. Yeah, we did. We got those new. um, We did a barge unboxing, but thanks to those who have showed up in our first attempt at a live stream here. Happy New Year, Josh. Happy New Year, Andy. And Merry Christmas. We haven't we haven't potted in a little while, and so uh, our our fan excuse me, our fans were clamoring for it. Uh, so it is <laughs> January 1st, 2020. And a happy new year to all you guys. A little movie came out about a week ago called the rise of Skywalker. And yeah. we have some thoughts. We have some thoughts about it. And this will be our first time since uh, we saw the movie together. Josh, remember when we saw that movie? I do remember that was a, that was a it's memorable awesome. experience. <laughs> yeah and we haven't really had a chance to talk about it since so this will be good um i've had opportunity to talk about it a little bit with um with uh pete fletzer and his on his podcast a few times and he did a pre and post kind of pre-game show post-game show and uh i see that roe from uh scarif is here um, what up, Ro? And he was on, he was on, we, we chatted a little bit, uh, with, two, with two med two on Monday. Uh, that was, that was a fun little jump on. I wish I could have been on there a little longer, but uh, we've got some thoughts. We're going to go through uh, a collector tip and, and, uh, talk about our last show me your collection as well. So Josh, I think we should get to this week's collector tip. Well, we might as well, huh? <laughs> Show me your collection. Okay, we'll do show me your collection. Uh, oh, that's collection. <laughs> the last, yeah, do that one. The last, let's see, it was two weekends ago. We had an incredible collection shared with us from Neil Livesey. And uh, he's one of, we follow each other. And he posted a video of his Star Wars room. And it's incredible. Like it is, it's vintage stuff. It's new stuff. There are sideshow, gentle giants, vintage collection. I mean, there is a ton of stuff and he's got this room full of beautiful display cases. 
is very thoughtfully put together. Um, I should probably retweet it on, on our Twitter feed. Uh, but it, it is, it's amazing. And you can tell that it's taken years to put all this stuff together. And, and we just, we just kind of looked at it before we went on here and, and, uh, you know, he's got the barge right in the middle of the show of the, I was going to say showroom floor. That's essentially what it is. He's got the barge right in the middle of it. And then it's just like four walls of cabinets and display cases. And it is beautiful. Josh, what, what, was there anything that kind of stuck out to you is like, no, to me, it was, go ahead. It's just always fun to see a well-done room that, that obviously takes a lot of effort, let alone, you know, kind of the cost involved. You're never going to find everything you need to make your room perfect in one place. So that, that takes a lot of effort to, you know, build even just the display cases, let alone the items you're going to put in. I know that Andy and I, I mean, I'm sitting in my room right now and, uh, you know, I had to put the better part of six hours in yesterday just based on some, yeah, maybe some Christmas uh, acquisitions and uh, just, you know, just kind of like a pile of stuff sitting there. So back to yeah. back to this beautiful display, it takes time and effort and we appreciate it so much. That's why we always we always shout out to everyone we can. And right now we have the awesome opportunity. If you're watching to uh, show show it to you, we're going to do a little video that he put together. There's some music to it. I don't know that the music's coming through uh, for you guys. It's coming through for me, but it'll be on the pod so you can enjoy the music. If, uh, if you're not uh, watching this right now live, you can, you can find us at Holo Chronicles on Twitter. You can listen to us on all the major podcast networks and you can enjoy the music, I think. So there you go. You ready? You want to see it? Andy? Oh, did I lose you? <laughs> yeah. Here it comes. No, absolutely not. I was just looking at the live comments and I uh, wanted to shout out uh, Mr. Rez and uh, Mark's good to see you. And your brother, Phil, is has joined us and has suggested that you finish your Lego Yoda on a live stream. <laughs> yeah, he enjoys walking over or coming to my place and uh, looking at the various states of incompletion of my uh, current Lego project. So whatever, whatever. This is, this is a small dig, but I'll take it. So, yeah, so uh, <laughs> without further ado, why don't we take a look at this beautiful collection that we had? And, uh, yeah, and this is, yeah, this is Neil Livesey. Uh, his Twitter handle is at Uncle Nezer, and it's U-N-C-L-E-N-E-Z-Z-E-R, Uncle right. Nezer, but his name is Neil. Uncle Nezer or Neil. Here it comes. I guess, I guess you can see that. Yeah, Maybe. Look at that beauty. It was pretty awesome. Look at look at all the ships on the ceiling. That is just fantastic. He's got everything grouped together. Oh, good wraps. That's beautiful. It's easy to run out of wall space. So, uh, all the yeah stuff those the, ikea glass cases let's see all the female characters right there it's pretty cool oh, that's full boba not even a not even a one-up boba there that's legit bobs yeah some life-size stuff too it's awesome some vintage work see that shelf right that picture right there it's impressive Ooh, all the 12 all the 12, all the 12 inch figures yeah 
Look at this guy. He's even got great cinematography. We're about to see his face. There he is. Neil. <laughs> oh, still going. Get some DVDs, Man, some more village stuff. Oh, we got a full. That's beautiful. Uh, what level of jealousy are you operating on right now, Andy? I'm, I'm, oh, the cab, the cabinets alone, <laughs> the cabinets alone. I'm just like, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's totally cool. And he's got variations too, just standing right next to each other. That's that is definitely dream to quote a star. To, get, oh, to quote a, a, a guy in Star right Wars, Check out, impressive, yeah. most impressive. Oh, he's got the uh, the droid figure, the Ewoks figures, and the droids figures. Man, that's that's another level, man. And look pretty awesome. Light, look at the light in the reflection. Definitely a Death Star. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. There you go. This guy's uh, this guy's got everything. So. Pretty impressive display there. <laughs> that was fun. That was Still fun doing a show me collection where we get to. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know it's always digging uh, where we get to get to actually see it and visualize it. So I hope you guys are hope you guys are happy with that. That was fun. So good. Yeah, that was a nice little good job on Neil. Yeah, Neil Livesey at Uncle Nezer on Twitter. Go go shout him out and tell him how cool his his room looks because it is. It's awesome. That's one of the best, you know, private collections I've seen. That was that was pretty dang awesome. If you want a real uh, shout out, shout out his uh, significant other for allowing him to dominate a room with such perfection. That that also is worth mentioning. Yeah. <laughs> Behind every awesome Star Wars collection is a is a partner who uh, is understanding. So yeah, for sure, <laughs> gonna appreciate that as well. Sure. Uh, Josh, can we do a collector tip now? You know what? All I can right, hit do the it. right button now. You're darn right. Hello, what have we here? Collector tip. All right, a little backstory to this collector tip. Um, every Christmas and birthday, my wife gets me a pair of Star Wars underwear. <laughs> Okay. okay. Is that too much information? No, no, I think we're doing um, or a pair of socks. Uh, but a little known fact about me at this, at, at this point, um, there isn't a day that goes by that I'm not wearing something Star Wars, whether it's socks, shirt, underwear, hat, sweatshirt, whatever. I've always got something Star Warsy on. And mostly because my wife outfits me in it. So, um, uh, this year, just like most years in my stocking, uh, Santa got me a, a pair of socks and, and, a and a pair of underwear, star Wars themed. And there are people that we have met through social media that actually collect like t-shirts. They just have like 30 star Wars t-shirts and, and, you know, clothing is part of their collection, right? Josh, would you say clothing is part of your collection? Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, our, I think I mentioned that my last uh, con was, was solely just to, to grab, you know, shirts and attire to uh, flesh out my uh, highly classy wardrobe. So 
there you go. Yeah. So I've got a number of shirts too, but this is kind of more of a life hack than it is a collector tip. Although again, some people's collections includes attire. So, uh, this, this collector tip slash life hack more for the gentleman. But if, if you're the kind of guy that wears boxer briefs, get one size smaller than you normally wear. Okay. It'll, it'll change your life. It'll change your life. Okay. Okay. Don't get the baggy boxer briefs. That's it. That's, that's the collector tip slash life hack. Is that going to work? Is that going to work for you, Josh? I, well, for me, um, no matter what size I get in underwear, they're always one size too small. Uh, that wasn't a brag. That was mostly due to my size. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so no, I can. <laughs> Aren't your thighs a little thick for a stormtrooper? <laughs> That's exactly it. That's a good story. Have we ever told that? Yeah, I think we have. <laughs> It's a great story. So, yeah. So, wow. Uh, that's uh, an odd tip. I think we have. It's an odd tip, but I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Good work. <laughs> what are the, uh, what kind of comments we got here? Hold on. We went from, oh, my audio. Uh, that's all right. We're, we're working too much information. So my audio needs to come up. Don't we're working the kinks out. I appreciate those comments in the side there. Yeah. Let us know. How's that sound? Do I sound soundable? <laughs> Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. All right. More. He wants. Everyone wants more. I get it. Here it comes, Andy. I don't know why oh. you're so pumped up. There you go. Okay. Clears a bell. Sound love these like live an angel. Casts. I love these live casts. They do change change the dynamic. Okay. Uh, so uh, nice collector tip. Buy your undies extra small. Uh, <laughs> not extra small. We want your toes to get circulation. But, I gotcha. You know, if you're a large, try getting a medium once just in the boxer briefs, you know, or if you're an extra large, go large. Well, just whatever, whatever you your what? case is just one size. I don't, I don't think we asked the question. Why? What's that? Why? I don't think we asked the question. Why, why Andy? Why, why, oh. why is, why, what's this tip um, going to do for you? Well, without, without getting too revealing, it just, uh, you know, keeps your boys together. That's all I'll say. <laughs> all right. Well, now I'm going to ask myself why. Why did I ask that question? So It's a good feeling. Go. All right. Well, it's, good. <laughs> it's a good feeling. <laughs> okay. So, Josh, we went and saw The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I'll put it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. Yeah. Um, do you want to start, Josh, with uh, some of the things you really enjoyed or were a little kind of distracted about with the movie? Well, you know, the one thing I, wa- I wanted to, and I've heard this a lot and read a little bit, I haven't been you know, it's a busy time for me personally, family wise, I tried to minimize social media and even, you know, just, uh, especially, I guess the, the Twitter, you know, the Twitter commentary following, you know, the release of the movie last weekend or the weekend before. And, uh, I really just, I wanted to keep what I took from it just to myself for a while. And I think, 
that's kind of important right now. You know, even aside from Star Wars, if you take the the temperature of what social media has done to, I guess I should say the what social media has done to the temperature of opinions. Um, it's really decided that usually, and at least for the ones that are going to get the most attention, it's either super negative or super, super ridiculously positive or, or whatever. And, and of course there's some really good commentary that, that play the middle line, but they don't get the attention. So that's my reasoning for kind of backing off because of this, I walked out of that movie happy. That's all. And I'm not saying I was happy about uh, the overall, you know, way it was, way it was finished. And of course we can dive into the details here later, but I will say that I was happy about how I felt (laughs) and that's it. And so for that brief, you know, what do you get? You get that 10 minutes of euphoria as the credits hit, but you know, before you exit the, the theater, you get the drive home. Uh, I stayed up late that night thinking about it. And I have to say that in my opinion, that's what I wanted out of, out of that movie. And, you know, for that matter, any movie. And I, and that was it. That was it. I haven't gone back, you know, mentally for good reason. And also just because I had stuff going on and dissected it yet and really cut it apart. I had a couple of thoughts today of like, you know, if I could give you one thought I had, it was like, what was the point of the Sith troopers? Why did we change you know, trooper color and who, who really inspired those or brought those along. But, and that was about it. Yeah. Kind of like, well, where, where'd this troopers come from? Did Palpatine say, Hey, change yeah. your clothes. And, you know, I mean, but that was kind of it so far other than, you know, we've always said we're a positive pod, no matter the movie, we're going to go in uh, the star Wars movie. We're going to go in and find um, the parts that, that attach to what we already love. Um, yeah, still be critical about the things that are like, hey, because I've said it a hundred times and I'll say it again. Last Jedi wasn't my favorite. I've watched it several times since and found the gems. But, but back to my original point, I didn't leave. I didn't leave Last Jedi happy. I left confused. I didn't leave Force Awakens happy, but I did leave kind of like, well, that was cool, right? That was cool. Yeah, they did kind of another Death Star, but I'm okay with that. But I left yeah, it- Rise. Happy, like, yeah, all right. So there's my, that might be everything all at once and we can dive into certain parts, but there you go. There's my, there's my happy. That's it. Felt like a kid. Well, that's good. Good. How'd you feel? Is there are you getting any lag on your end there, Josh? Yeah, no, you sound good. It's okay. You sound good. All right. It's coming through clear. Good. Okay. Well, like uh, Scarif Podcast put in the mentions there, the film was jam-packed. And for a movie that was two and a half hours long, um, it was. It was full. I I could have used, you know, I, I don't know if there were parts that could have been taken out, but I definitely could have used a little bit more um, of a few things. And, and let me let me be more specific. The when you have to go back and explain the week following the movie release, some of the parts, 
I feel like those are the things that should have been kept in or at least explained a little further. For example, um, while I do think it was cool that in Fortnite they actually played the galaxy wide um, audio you know, message from Palpatine basically announced he's back. I think that was a cool way to tie into Fortnite because Fortnite's wildly popular with kids and adults, um, mostly kids. That's the demographic I would say, but I, it was a cool way to tie it in. But for somebody who doesn't play Fortnite, it would have been nice just to hear the, hear the, that message at the beginning of the movie. Okay. Um, do you agree or disagree with that, Josh? I guess I'm missing you right here. I, I mean, obviously I don't play Fortnite either. So what was the connection again? Did they. So in the, in the, in the crawl, in the opening crawl, you know, it says the dead speaks. And then it said something alluding to Palpatine sends out a message throughout the galaxy, you know, um, announcing the return or, or the, you know, the final order basically. I see. And, and that, and that actually can be found and heard in Fortnite. Okay. Okay. Um, that, That's what I thought. That actual know. message. And I so, see. yeah, so I don't play Fortnite. So I, I mean, it, I, for me, I would have preferred to just have heard it in the movie. I see. I do. I have mixed feelings about the next two things that were again, explained a week later but kind of, I, so the thing that Finn never gets to tell Ray or never follows through and tells Ray, right? The, Hey, I, there's something I need to tell you, but it never actually gets spoken, right? That JJ ends up saying, you know, the following week that, yeah, it's that Finn is force sensitive or that he thinks mm. he's force sensitive. Um, just say that, just say that. I think that would have been, would have been cool. Uh, while I appreciate us having to use our imagination in some things, like that is a fairly big reveal, I think. And, and it should have been revealed. What do you think? Well, and then you could kind of go with the, you know, the contextual creative license where Finn's, you know, he's flying and or was he flying? Well, see, I've only seen it once, but I do remember that his phrase was, I just felt it. And so maybe that was confirmation in the sense that, you know, they didn't come right out and, and say Finn's is like, or Finn, Finn was like, I can feel the force. You know, it, 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 it was a mild tie and this can come later as we, we have some discussion about, you know, the departure from last Jedi, but it was a mild tie back to, to, to sort of a broom boy scenario there, meaning the force isn't just tied to, you know, which was the, the mantra after, last Jedi the force isn't just tied to the Skywalker you know family um which I always thought was silly since we saw all kinds of Jedi in the prequels but um but even still saying look the force is everywhere and even someone who may not be a force wielder uh maybe tapping in to you know to the signs or the or the directional you know promptings like Finn did at that moment so maybe you could just say okay instead of just the blunt like I have something to tell you. And she's like, what? And he's like, I'll tell you later. And then she finally says, well, what were you going to say? And he's like, I can feel the force. I thought it was okay that Finn was like, 
I just know. And, and that was enough for you to, for me at least to say, okay, so Finn got a little force push there and, you know. Yeah. I think probably some people that were a little paying a little closer attention got that. See, I mentioned this the other day, but I thought that what he was going to tell Ray was that he knew that she was a Palpatine. I thought Leia had revealed that to him in case something should happen to Leia, that somebody would still know and be able to tell her if she never found out and that he was going to tell her who, you know, where she came from and, and why, you know, kind of explain some things to her and that that was going to be the reveal. Um, do you think that, you know, part of that, and so that's, that's what I left. That's what I left the studio thinking or the theater, not studio, but you weren't in the studio. JJ didn't invite you there for some editing tips. No, <laughs> that's a real shame no. to be honest. Um, no. no, but what I was saying is yeah. don't, do you think that maybe hey, Michael, do you think maybe the, Hey, Michael, do you think maybe the uh, limitations might've been due to, you know, there wasn't an opportunity to interact with Leia given Carrie Fisher's availability <laughs> at that point? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe. How'd you, let me, let me do a quick segue there. How'd you feel about uh, the portrayal of Leia and, and what they were able to do with her interactions there? You locked up on me. Don't lose me. Don't lose me, Andy. Uh, no. I, I lost you there just for a sec. That's okay. What I what I said was really quickly. How did you feel about the as a segue? Did you feel about Leia's part and role about Leia? Yeah, in the movie. Do you think that they they were able to parse together some of that previous previous footage and still make it relevant? I only felt like there was one spot that was clunky, but the rest seemed seemed pretty good to me. Yeah, I I was I was in for all of it. I liked it. I liked it better than trying to use a CGI character. I, I liked it better than um, you know. I thought, like you said, I thought there was maybe like one scene where she was looking a little not quite right at the person that she was actually engaging with. Sure. But I mean, it's just a like a little 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 thing, and 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 you know, again, probably to the average. Star Wars fan maybe wouldn't have noticed it, but I don't, I don't know. I, but I thought, I thought the scenes were really well done. Um, more importantly, and, I thought the I, scenes, you know, actually I would have liked story. to have known. I know we have a delay here. So. Yeah. 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 I, it would have been interesting to see what the, uh, what the actual plan for Leia in this movie was going to be. Right. I, I would, I would, I would watch that half an hour, um, documentary on what if right that's a good point i agree with that i i did think that um and um job i'm waiting on you now okay um i the other thing too and this got explained recently was that uh in the visual dictionary um you know we've it's we find out that uh, Lando's daughter was taken by um, the first order because they're taking kids, uh, you know, to build up their armies, much like how Finn was taken mm -hmm. and that uh, Jana ends up actually being Lando's daughter 
but that we find out later. And, and this one, I wasn't as, as disappointed. They didn't reveal it because they do kind of nod to it. Like, Hey, let's go find out when they talk about Jenna's, you know, Lando and Jenna are talking like, you know, Hey, let's go find out. And, um, so that kind of eludes and you can use your imagination. I think that's maybe a little bit easier to, uh, it, it was an easier, it was easier for me to, to buy in on. Um, but again, you know, that's something that, that could have been a, a nice little, you know, if we did just had a few more minutes, a, a little conversation between the two of them, where they actually find out, well, you know, where'd you grow up? Uh, well, that's where I was from. And, and, Oh, well, I had a daughter taken from me and like, and then they kind of maybe put it together a little bit more than let's just go find out, you know, that, that could have been cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, because for me, and so it looks like you found out some more details, but that to me, it was like, Oh, cool. That, that could mean something. I didn't, I didn't know anything about the Jana, um, Lando connection at the time, but, um, yeah. So, so yeah, where were we? That, that was, that was pretty cool. Saying hi to some people I, here. I like, um, well, I, w- I was going to say drunk three PO said the movie should have been done in two parts, you know, kind of like the, the last book of the Harry Potter, you know, series was done in two movies that, that, you know, I, yeah, I, I think that, that idea that probably could have, that, that would have, yeah, that, I think that could have worked. Um, we could have maybe explained a few things a little better instead of rushing through and maybe develop a couple ideas a little further, you know, but you know, star Wars does have a history of kind of rushing through plots a bit. So <laughs> no, I mean, kidding. um, I've, I've said it before. These movies are never meant these, these movies are never meant to be, uh, you know, citizen Kane or Shawshank redemption. So, and you uh, want them to be, but I mean, still we can still probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with the two-parter thing. Of course, that is just lending to like, yeah, give me some more Star Wars. Um, I think Last Jedi could have been a two-parter. You know, I think it definitely would have taken some of the the things that seemed rushed and given you a little more depth. And with with Rise, though, I I wasn't I the the reason I would take a two-parter is because yeah, let's have some more, uh, you know. Let's have some more of that battle. And I don't know if it needs to be two parts because I think or the, the the starship battle against all the, you know, Star Destroyers. Because when when they show that scene, which again, another scene that perhaps I would have preferred not to have seen in the trailer because it was just a, a fantastic scene. Um, when all the ships, you know, the, the, the resistance is formed together to come and, and uh, you know, save the day. I wanted to see those uh, ships fleshed out. Thank God I saw wedge that made me super happy, but it's like, show me a few more of those characters. And a matter of fact, you know, we had some hopes for getting some of the, the anime characters uh, popping in. I believe we high-fived each other at the wedge part. Oh, wedge (laughs) was, wedge was fantastic, you know, and I had actually just got done reading a, uh, resistance reborn where wedge played a major role in that, but not a major role, but a, a good supporting role in that book. And, um, as a matter of fact, spoiler alert, uh, kind of, kind of alludes to the fact that, Hey, you know what? This isn't my fight anymore, which took me a little off guard in the book, but then to see him come back kind of means, you know, Hey, 
at some point the galaxy needs to decide that that it's everyone's fight. So, but yeah, it was, it, it definitely could have had some more stuff, but I, I, I didn't ever feel like I was completely missing anything when I was done. That's all, you know, and, and, you know, some things were annoying, you know, I don't know if we want to talk about annoying stuff, but it was just a couple annoying things to me, but, but it was okay. It was like, all right. Yeah. That, maybe that was some of the stuff I could have used more information on one of them. If you just, I'll just give you the one is like, look, I don't know how many uh, planet destroying weapons we can have. <laughs> I would have, I would have taken, I would have taken the star, star destroyers and I would have given them the power to, yeah, put some fire down on a planet, but they didn't just blast through the core and blow the darn thing up again. It's just like, look, heavy bombardment from a overpowered weapon is just as devastating as, you know, making the planet explode in my personal opinion. So yeah. 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 Well, I think if, if, if you're going to set up a trilogy, um, um, and I know nothing about making movies, obviously, but you want to have, you only know if you're going to have three songs. different directors. Okay. Uh, let me, let me backtrack. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Ripping off other songs. Um, so in, in the Mandalorian and this is television, not movies. So this is probably apples and oranges, but they had, uh, in the eight episodes, I want to say they had like five different directors that directed in, in episodes, you know, a couple of them did more than one of episode, but, but it never seemed like one episode was just off on its own compared to the rest. The, the theme still kind of carried through and, and it's probably a lot easier to do in, you know, a half an hour or 40 minute chunk than it is in a two hour, you know, movie, but it definitely, I think when you look back at the three movies of the sequel trilogy, that you can definitely see a vision that JJ had and then a vision that Ryan had and they were very different. Okay. Then, then JJ had to kind of take his vision and Ryan's vision and somehow bring them together to some sort of satisfying conclusion. And it was really a difficult job to do. And I think given given his direction and then the kind of change which Ryan Johnson is allowed to make because he's making the movie and not all of it was bad or it just it just made it more difficult to wrap up at the end I don't think I don't think you can look at episode nine as wrapping up the all nine movies um I think you have to look at it just uh, it tried to wrap up this this sequel trilogy you know by also bringing up things from the previous two trilogies as well so it's it's see it's probably an impossible task you know and and given that i you know he probably didn't you know i i he did the best that he could and i'm not trying to shortchange him at all i think he probably did the best that he could on that um given the monumental task of trying to bring together two different visions of how these characters needed to evolve and conclude their arcs. So let me, I don't know, tough task. Let me, let me just hit a couple points you hit there. I, I might have a little counterpoint to you though. The Mandalorian 
It, okay. You know, and I'll go to that. And so I can bring it back. The Mandalorian obviously is following some, you know, a format. And we've, we talked a little bit about this of, you know, introduce characters, establish uh, capabilities. Uh, okay. Let's go. Here's our plot line. When we throw in baby Yoda, the one thing with the Mandalorian and again, I don't understand television or the way things work is that I do get confused when each episode has a different director. I don't know. I don't know what that, if that's just how it's always been done as far as TV episodes, especially major ones. Cause I know we heard that about game of Thrones. You'll get different directors, but you could really tell. And then as far as the, the, the continuity goes, with the exception of Baby Yoda, or whatever the the child, there were a few episodes where I was like, "Remember, I said this," and also, and I love the Mandalorian, by the way, especially the Yodalorian. The Yodalorian is is awesome, and I'll explain my if you want. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. But there's nobody listening to this that hasn't watched any of this stuff. Um, the the Mandalorian. It's just three episodes where it became like, okay. Let's go to, you know, we're in hiding. We're trying to escape the bounty hunters guild and, and keep floaty Odie safe. But it's kind of like we dropped in and then we helped the indigenous purse people. And then, and then, Oh, we're out of here. You know, it was, it was a very a team. And I, I even coined it. It's kind of a quantum leap feel like we, that episode was self-contained. We're going in, we're solving the problem. We're assuming yeah. the identity of the savior here and then, you know, let's just make sure that, uh, you know, Baby Yoda doesn't get sniped in the back and then move on to the next one where we do the same thing. And so there were about two or three episodes where I was like, hey, where's where's their plot development? However, in each of those episodes, they introduced <laughs> a character, the crew. And that's what I called them. I'm like, you know, because then it would be like, see you later. See you later. I have spoken. Yeah. We don't you know, I will stay here and protect my land. OK, we're not going to see him again. Yeah, right because et cetera. And then we had the crew form back up and then that I appreciate the tie-in. I was a little kind of like, Hey, are we really going to do the whole, I mean, Tatooine was awesome to see the uh, memorable sites, but we did the whole, like, here's this guy or, you know, young bounty hunter, et cetera, et cetera. And then he gets waxed and, and we see the uh, ominous, uh, uh, ominous, you know, armor walking towards him, speculate away. But uh, yeah, so yeah. now to tie back that to, um, tie that back to the to the you know the sequels, I don't think I don't appreciate two directors and and one having this vision and the other having that vision, and I didn't appreciate look the story that they had to pack in and rise to kind of give Palpatine, you know what he had already established in the prequels, which was his amazing ability to play the long play and to super manipulate all the way up to taking the chosen one and making him the dark Sith Lord of the galaxy. Why didn't we get, I mean, I know we had Snoke, but Snoke should have been able to drop some kind of hint either verbally or, or maybe he's sitting in front of a holocron talking to somebody and we don't get the full side profile, you know, to where you're like, no, 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 something's going on here. And maybe even you mean a wayfinder. Yeah. If you, you get the Palpatine, tie and we speculate like crazy on Twitter and, and, and there you go. There you go. I don't know. 
I can talk yeah. more if you want. I can make a um, rap if you want. Hey, Darth Rio, what's up, Aaron? Um, thanks for joining us. Go ahead and uh, hit that thumbs up button. And I agree with um, some of the comments. If you want, let's hit some of the comments. We got a few comments, you know. Uh, Rowan from Scare Podcast. Yeah, this would be a good place to plan- jump in here. planned this trilogy better. I'm okay with that statement. You know, because I think it would have made it easier because instead of saying JJ is a savior, we should have just be be saying this ensemble, whether it was multiple directors or not, knew what the heck they were doing and they got it done right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, I'll go to my original opening statement. I still left Rise of Jedi feeling like a kid and I kind of and I had fun and we can <laughs> dissect it and bitch about it later. But I had fun. Well, what I'm what I'm curious to, to know and, and we'll do this. Uh, probably independently of each other, but um, if, if you just watch episode seven force awakens, and then you watch the rise of Skywalker at the end of that, if it's, if, if there, if, if, if there isn't too much that doesn't get touched on and, and if, if the JJ line of thinking really the continuity of, of his vision can really be done without the last Jedi or if the last Jedi is necessary for the rise of Skywalker. Cause I think eventually what I, what I want to do here is, is uh, watch the force awakens and then watch the rise of Skywalker after it. And then maybe a little bit later, watch the last Jedi and then watch the rise of Skywalker after it. I think what will probably end up happening is that, and this is just a more of a prediction on my part is that, um, is that aside from the Ray and Kylo, um, relationship, because that does seem to build over the course of the three movies. And, and there does seem to be some development at least through that part of the story. I think if aside from that, I think you could probably just butt nine up right up to seven and it probably doesn't skip too many beats. What about the, um, what about the casino scene though, man? We can't live without that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's that's what I plan on doing. That's why I want to see Rise of Skywalker again. And and before I go and see it uh, again, whether whether I go catch it in the movie theater with you or if just wait till it's out on Disney Plus, but. Um, uh, yeah, see which see if you even need to watch The Last Jedi to see if it butts up against uh, number 7 well enough. You know, because one thing that when we did see uh, The Last Jedi Josh was that at the end of it it did kind of feel like it was the end, like th- like the, they ended the trilogy just after two movies because we got the the dual sunset on Tatooine, Luke fades off into the Force. Um there is just the resistance is small. Come back, Andy. And, and Ray kind of shuts out Kylo at the end of it. And, and in a way, you know, if you're a big fan of the last Jedi and not of the rise of Skywalker, I think you could probably the last Jedi as your conclusion and not have to worry about that because they do have different feels to them. I, I guess I, I would probably have to, ask around a little bit, maybe do some Twitter research if that's an actual thing and uh, see what that. How about this comment? I'll throw it up. 
I'm going to watch Return of the Sith, then okay. Return of the Jedi, then The Rise of Skywalker in that order, and I bet it's going to be perfect. How do you feel about that? Thinking that through. Is Ray self-contained? <laughs> so all three, the third one in each trilogy? Yeah. I don't hate it. There'll be no Death Stars. Oh, no, no. Duh. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I'm all right with that. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll try it. Yeah. Well, right on. Well, and and so here's our deal. We haven't we haven't thrown out a pod, and this is our first live presentation. So we really want to thank everyone that's joined us, participating, and and of course, are people that have a uh, that that are always with us. You guys are the best. Um, uh, we're gonna, we're going to throw this out on a regular pod, although we had one difficult technical difficulty. But you know, I'll I'll, I'll do some movie magic on that. Um, but uh, you know. We got a lot more to talk about here. We'll do some tweaking. Yeah, we, we got a lot more to talk about on a couple things. I I know I dove in a little bit to the Mando. Um, I definitely <laughs> want to talk about the last uh, episode, and uh, you know we haven't weighed in on what exactly we need to do to Jason Sudeikis for for his his role in that final episode because I think. I think there's a hashtag coming that's probably already out there, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ask Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> no, love that guy. Good for him, man. Takes a takes a brave soul to put on a helmet and punch a baby. Uh, so yeah, anything else you want to add here? It takes a big a, man. <laughs> takes to do that. Uh, yeah, anything you want to add? Any uh, last tidbits? You know, our normal pod. We normally. We normally like to go through, uh, highlight some of the cool stuff. We already gave a collector tip, uh, show, show the collection. We do a little bit of news, but uh, we've definitely been asked to weigh in just a bit, just tip of the iceberg here on on these two amazing, you know, again, positive pod. Thank God for Star Wars and, and the ability to at least watch something, critique it, like it, love it, hate it, um, move on. I feel a little empty inside as both the season uh, for Mandalorian ends. And then of course the saga ends. Um, but uh, I think yeah, it opens up doors. Josh, before, uh, b- before we uh, wrap here, I think it's important to bring up some of the, um, some of the toys that are coming out uh, because yeah. that's kind of how we originated that is, that's how we doing wrote. this stuff. Yeah. Um, there's some new pops coming out Mandalorian heavy. Uh, that's exciting that if you're, if you're into pops, if you're into, if you're into pops that, uh, definitely look for those you can find kind of, you can pre-order on entertainment earth. I know that's where I saw some. And then so there's this, some new, blo- let me ask you this. Wasn't that Favro? Wasn't he the heavy? Did we confirm that? Didn't he play that part? Say that again. Didn't Favreau play the heavy in uh, that episode? You can't hear me, can you? Anyway. I no, I, make, I, 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 I cut thought, out there for a second. If anyone can hear me out there, he did. Thank you. Darth Rio. I was, yeah, scarce with us too. Yeah. So Favreau played the heavy. So I was just going to throw, is that, was that just his pull to, to get a Star yeah. Wars uh, action figure? Yeah, they're going to make a pop of them, too. <laughs> I mean, that's going down in legend right there, but good for him. 
he can play whatever freaking role he wants. I love that guy. And I love what he's done. And somebody put a line up there that while we may have different directors, Favreau's the underlying force. So I'm okay with that. I'm definitely okay with that. The, uh, it's got, it's got star Wars humor, which is just right. You know, the star Wars humor is, is Han Solo running around the corner to chase the stormtroopers and then running back as the whole, you know, platoon comes running after him and, and I think that same thing's going on. Um, IG-11 as a nursemaid is hilarious. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Favreau's involved there all the way through. Yeah, IG-11 ruled in the last episode. Of course he did. It's perfect. And you did a full Terminator at the end. I love it. Terminator uh, 2? No, that was number one. All right. Any other questions or ideas or Andy? I know you're having a little bit of a connection difficulties, but we'll be working on that. We've got, we're going to have a, a solid line run in for you. And, and uh, we just wanted to get out there. So. <laughs> what are you doing? You reading? Yeah, I was, I was reading uh, Mando's dope. Glad Filoni is working with Favreau. I, I'm, I'm glad for that too, because Filoni created a lot of cool characters in Clone Wars and in Rebels. And uh, if anybody has the cachet to use any of those cool characters in a live action scenario, it's Filoni. And I think, I think he's going to, you know, there's been some, um, some comments alluding to that. You might see a few more recognizable characters in season two of, of Mandalorian. And, and I don't think that just means, uh, Oh, there's IG 88. Oh, but he's actually IG 11 in this case. I don't think that kind of recognizable. I think like name recognition. Um, and if you think about some of the characters that he's created, you know, that opens up some, some cool possibilities, uh, for like a, you know, maybe we get to see a little bit more of Ezra, but in a different way or Ahsoka or Sabine, you know, they could somehow find their way into this Mandalorian story. And, and, uh, I mean, although we do know that Ahsoka is no longer with us because she was a force ghost voice in episode nine. But, uh, I think that that kind of lends itself to some cool possibilities. And of course I'm anxiously looking forward to it. So I think we have one final question based on just, just that, um, we, uh, at the hollow Chronicles, since we began had a very strong campaign, not as strong as the, what is it? The resistance pod or whatever but we had a very strong campaign for hashtag Mace lives. Uh, we made a song about it. Um, a very hip song in my opinion. Uh, and we're, we're going to, we're going to leave with that song. We, we normally close all of our pods with that song, but now it's almost the swan song um, for Mace Windu, given that we did hear. Samuel we have confirmation now that he's no longer with us. I mean, but for how long, you know, could he show up in Kenobi? I mean, you know, you don't know. Yeah. So I agree. Uh, it would have been, it would have been amazing if Mace, uh, had lived, but you know, would that have been, cause you know, uh, the whole point, he could have lived for longer than we thought. 
just cling into the side of a skyscraper in Coruscant <laughs> with one hand <laughs> with one hand yeah so uh we we made a song we we called it mace lives uh we're, we'll we'll close with it for you if you haven't listened um and that'll be the last time uh which means that i need to start uh writing new lyrics for what, what what's our what's our platform any any suggestions out there for our newest platform what do you got, Andy? <laughs> Hashtag what? Uh, at the moment, I got nothing, man. Let's just, let's remember Mace. Let's just remember Mace. If he would have had two lightsabers, he could have defeated the emperor at the end of uh, Return of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. How about hashtag LOL Lando thinks he only has one kid? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. All right. No. We got no. Mace, I mean, hashtag Mace versus Vader. We got we could we could I mean Han could very well have a couple of another solos running around. Darth Rio thinks that Mace died like the week before Rise of Skywalker. That could have been, you know, something. Yeah, on a plane with them damn snakes. That's what happened. Yeah. All right. So uh, there you go. Hey, thanks for joining us <laughs> on our first live podcast. Really, not 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 uh, reveal. We revealed the barge live, but that was a, a cluster for some. Um, but uh, our first live <laughs> podcast, uh, uh, and I think it went all right. We got some listeners. Hey, thanks for viewing, man. One view is going to be enough for me, and we got six or seven of you on here. Um, guess what? Aaron's got a great question. Yo, Ant, Ant shot first. Oh, Ant Shop First is here. Woohoo. Um, so yeah, we've got uh more on the more on the uh, horizon for you. It should be bigger, faster, quicker, not bigger, uh faster and quicker since Andy and I now have it set up to where we don't have to be in the same room together, which is good and bad. It's good and bad. I do like to make physical eye contact with you, Andy, but now I have to do it through a crazy yes. cram. Unabated, Unabated eye contact. Eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> so does everyone else hey thanks again you can follow us uh, on twitter at holochronicles also on youtube and uh instagram we put stuff up there from time to time and now we'll have some live stuff to throw up there so you can rewatch this again thank you for all your comments you guys are great and if you have a collection that if it's big or small doesn't matter if you have a star wars collection and you feel like sharing it with us go ahead and send us four to eight pictures of what you got and we'd love to share it using the hashtag show me your collection i know some of the people in the live chat we have featured already but if you know someone or if you we haven't featured you yet give us a shot dm us yeah yeah we'd love to do it and uh thanks to everyone for joining we will see you and here it comes the swan song one last time (laughs) damn it this party's over. What you say, Mace? Take a seat. What's that? For your own good, stay out of this thing. Oh, yeah, Mace! Mace talking big! If what you told me is true, you will gain my trust. Mace did trust us and we let him down. Love you, Mace. Love you guys out there. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time.
Great singing, Josh. You're welcome.